Thank you for joining us today with Cindy Sherwood's podcast, Words for the Journey. What's perspective have to do with it? Having an accurate perspective is as important as being able to see clearly. I have to accept these days that I am no longer young. I can't quite bring myself to actually say I'm old. Maybe that's because I don't feel old. I still have some kick left in me. My eyes, however, are a different story. I never wore glasses as a younger adult. I had better than 20-20 vision. And even though bad eyesight runs in my family, I assumed I had escaped that trait. In my late 30s, I realized I had not escaped. My perfect eyesight was no longer perfect. Now in my 60s, it's even worse. It's so annoying. Not until the font hits somewhere around 28 point can I begin to read something without glasses. Praise God for glasses so I can still see clearly and read. As I said, our eyesight and our perspective on life have similarities. My perspective is how I interpret the facts in front of me. So if I can't clearly see the facts, if something is obscuring my perspective, I will likely make a wrong judgment and head in a bad direction. I will miss the right way to go and the best way for my life. What is perspective anyway? Perspective is the, therefore I see it this way. Perspective is the judgment I make upon ideas, circumstances, and relationships. Perspective is created when a certain set of circumstances combine with my thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. Ten people encountering the same life facts will come up with ten different perspectives because every person has their own thoughts, beliefs, and feelings. Perspective is important. As I said, it determines the way we are going to go. That is why we need to get healing. Our feelings, good, bad, and ugly, are part of the mix, as are our beliefs, so they had better be true. And we need healthy thinking. That is also part of the mix. Let me give you an example. Oliver has been married to Lucy for 17 years. They have two sons. Oliver works in the loan department of a bank. Lucy's home with the boys. Lately, Oliver has had a growing resentment toward Lucy. He resents the pressure of being the sole paycheck for the family, a paycheck that seems to vanish as quickly as the money hits the bank account. He doesn't understand why Lucy won't get a job now that the boys are moving into adolescence. Not only that, but Oliver doesn't feel like Lucy really appreciates the stress he feels at work trying to meet the company quotas. When he comes home, he just wants to relax, but she often hits him with a list of chores, complaints, and problems. A few weeks ago, the bank hired a new loan admin, Haley. Haley has brought new life and energy to the department, going out of her way to support all of the loan officers. Last week, Oliver took Haley out to lunch as a way to express his appreciation for all she's done for him. He sensed an attraction. 
Oliver is at Temptation Crossroads, that fork in our road where we are forced to make a decision. We have to decide if we are going to go God's way and head down Trust Trail or go our own way and take Pride Pathway. Let me give you two different scenarios for Oliver's thoughts, beliefs, and feelings. Scenario number one, Oliver was raised by a single father. His mother walked out when he was five and married someone else. He was left with deep wounds of resentment, rejection, abandonment, and anger. He and his dad didn't really go to church, but he was part of a youth group in high school where he learned about God and became a Christian. Beyond that, he didn't really study God's Word, so his spiritual knowledge is a bit sketchy. Over time, his interest in God has faded. He believes in God, but he doesn't know God. So he feels pretty much alone in handling his career and family. He lives with anxious thoughts constantly. Oliver's perspective of his current situation is this. The stress of my life is more than I can handle. I'm alone in all of it. I see no hope of anything getting better. Given this scenario, what will Oliver possibly do? The likelihood of having an affair and leaving Lucy and the boys is very high. The temptation of taking the seemingly easy way out and jumping ship could very easily take over Oliver's life. Now let's consider a second scenario. Oliver was raised by a single father, but when Oliver's mother left, his dad turned back to God and joined a church. They attended together every week. Oliver's dad helped him see that his mother's decision to leave was not his fault and that God would heal his heart if Oliver would forgive his mother, which he did. Oliver still missed his mom, but he wasn't angry all the time. As he grew up, he learned the truth about God's love and power, his desire to work in Oliver's life. He had a lot of practice applying those principles during his teen and college years. Now, at 41, he's leaning into the Lord constantly, drawing upon his strength and truth to help him in this hard spot. He knows God is sufficient for his problems and continually relies upon Scripture to guide him. With scenario number two, what is his perspective on his current situation? Yes, I'm feeling stress right now, but I know God will help me. I'm not alone. He'll get me through this. I'm too vulnerable to be around Haley right now. That could spell danger to my life and to my family. I don't want my family to go through what I did, so I'm going to transfer to another branch. I'm going to ask a friend at church to meet once a week and pray with me. I need the accountability. With God, there is hope. Things will get better. One perspective leads to an affair and divorce. The other to healing and restoration and the preservation of his family. It is not our circumstances that determine whether we have a successful and satisfying life. It is our perspective on our circumstances. And the more we adopt God's perspective, the better we will be able to make wise decisions. 
Let's get at the root of the problem of perspective. The root problem is pride. At the core of our being, we believe we are smarter than God. We believe we can handle our circumstances without his involvement. We don't need his help. Pride leads us to develop a perspective contrary to God's perspective. Pride believes I am the center of the universe. Therefore, the only consideration is what will make me feel good. I have a term for our prideful perspective. I call it the dirt perspective. I call it that because from where we stand on one little patch of earth, we have a view that's quite limited of what is going on in the world. I also call it the dirt perspective because it isn't worth much. Nevertheless, in spite of our human limitations, our lack of power, lack of information and knowledge, lack of love for others, we trust our perspective over God's. Something is good if it's good for me. It is right if it makes me happy. Something is possible only if I can see a way. The problem with all these judgments is they are the dirt perspective. They are built on a faulty foundation. A faulty foundation obscures our vision. We can't see clearly. We will never be able to make wise judgments about anything until our spiritual vision clears up. The first thing we need to realize is that we are blind or nearly blind. We need to accept that we do not and cannot see everything and know everything we need to know about anything or anyone. We do not have that capacity. But someone does. There is one who sees everything, knows everything, and understands everything, and his knowledge is available to us. Romans 11, verses 33 to 36 says, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has become his counselor? Or who has first given to him, and it shall be repaid to him? For of him and through him and to him are all things, to whom be glory forever. Amen. God is omnipotent. For goodness sake, he created the universe and every human being. Our power doesn't even show up on the meter with God's power. Why do we continually fall back on our abilities when we can have the creator of the universe helping us. God is omnipresent. He's everywhere, all the time, which is why he sees and knows everything. How does that compare with our view from our little mound of earth? God knows everything. That's what it means to be omniscient. That is why I call God's perspective the peak perspective. He has the vantage point of a 14,000-foot mountaintop. He sees it all. And not only in just this moment, he has clear vision regarding the past, present, and the future for every human being, for every place in the universe. We can't even grasp the magnitude of these things. His ways, his knowledge, his judgments are unsearchable. 
He is an infinite resource for us if we will only rely on his perspective. But that means two things. Knowing his perspective and trusting his perspective. Most of us fail miserably on both. We need to invest our lives in becoming knowledgeable on every word God has given us. And then we need to trust what we learn. In our pride, we believe we're a suitable substitute. We don't really need him. We're like Job. Even though we're clueless as to what's really going on, we feel qualified to spout off about everything anyway. Job says in chapter 27, verses 2 to 6, As surely as God lives, who has denied me justice, the Almighty who has made my life bitter, as long as I have life within me, the breath of God in my nostrils, my lips will not say anything wicked, and my tongue will not utter lies. I will never admit you're in the right. Till I die, I will not deny my integrity. I will maintain my innocence and never let go of it. My conscience will not reproach me as long as I live. That could very possibly be the most prideful statement in the Bible. Job trusted the dirt perspective. Neither he nor his so-called friends really had any idea why this ordeal was occurring in Job's life, but that didn't stop them from presuming they knew and from questioning God about his choices. Is that not how we are, accusing God? Do we not also accuse God of injustice? Do we not also blame God for the bitterness in our soul? Do we not justify our wickedness and excuse ourselves from guilt? We are not God. We have such a hard time with that reality. Job needed some spiritual glasses and God gave him some. God spends the last four chapters of the book of Job laying out the peak perspective for Job. So how do we clear up our spiritual vision? Let's go back to Oliver for a moment. As long as Oliver suffers with feelings of abandonment and rejection, he will have the dirt perspective. As long as he thinks his circumstances are hopeless, he will have the dirt perspective. As long as he believes God does not care about him or his life, he will not be able to see the peak perspective. His vision will be obscured and he won't even know it. His pride will convince him he is seeing clearly. With the dirt perspective, a divorce is likely in Oliver's future. The sad thing is it is completely avoidable. God has everything Oliver needs to survive this tough time in his life, but Oliver has to lay down his pride and turn to God in order to receive it. God doesn't see things the way we do, and there's a reason for that. As Isaiah said so well in 55 verses 8 and 9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Accept and receive the truth that God has the corner on wisdom. We do not. Therefore, we need to follow his wisdom. His ways are higher. 
And if we have unhealed wounds, they need to be healed. Otherwise, they will interfere with our spiritual vision. Unhealed wounds make us blind to God's truth. We need to examine our beliefs and begin exchanging the ones that are false with the truth. God's word will provide the glasses that will give us 20-20 vision about our life, our relationships, and our decisions. How well we do in a crisis is more about our perspective than the circumstances of the event. Ask God for the humility you need to begin to see and embrace the peak perspective. Also, consider joining a healing journey class. It will help clear up your perspective. All scripture is from the New King James Version, unless otherwise stated. Thank you for listening to Cindy Sherwood's podcast. Visit us on the web at hishealinglight.org to learn more about our ministry. Please consider rating us on iTunes or your other favorite music app. God's best to you today.